Hello, welcome to Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Muerore. At Now Tell Us, we get to have guests and, uh, come and tell us stories. They come and educate us, they come and inspire us, or even highlight a cause that is a, a passion of, them, of, uh, of their business, of their family life, anything. Because here, we like hearing. So you come and tell us. And I'm wondering, do you have a business? If you have a business, this is this is your right episode. If you don't have a business, maybe sometime in the future you're going to have a business. And one of the best ways to grow it is to have enough leads so that you can transform them into clients, into buying customers. And uh, we are blessed today because we have with us on our show someone who's got a lot of experience in that and she's willing to share with us some few lessons on that and without taking one more minute i'm going to introduce to the show our guest today who is known as brenda marie sheldrick welcome to the show brenda thank you anthony so happy to be with you yeah, it's an honor to have you here, and uh, we are glad that you've taken your time to be with us and uh, tell us how to get leads through relationship building. It's a great topic for us today, and uh, we appreciate it. But before we get started, we'd like to know, who is Brenda? <laughs> well, I live in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, and yeah. I am a lead generation strategist. I help busy entrepreneurs generate more qualified leads for their business through relationship building. So mostly what I am is a person who likes to hear stories, likes to learn more about people, likes to get to know people and build relationships with people. That's who I am. Wonderful. And uh, that's why we are here to build a relationship and build many more relationships through uh, sharing this uh, wonderful time together. And uh, I remember when we get connected together, we were on a networking event and he said, hey, I would like to be on your podcast and I'd like to be on your side too. And we connected and we are here. And we never know what lies in the future. And I see you are in great business. I am in some business that I could benefit from your knowledge. So we are growing day by day. And I believe the person listening to this uh, is also uh, having an idea of growing. So let's get going. How did you get started in this field? Well, I was... I was working with families with children and adults with disabilities and I was helping them. There was a particular product that I wanted to help them with that provided financial security for them. But the thing was that I needed to find more families because once you help a family, then they don't need more help because they already know. So you need to meet more families. I wanted to change the lives and my goal was to help all families all, all over Canada to be able to know about this product and benefit from it. But I wasn't meeting the people and I didn't mm -hmm. know how to meet the people. And then I, a friend of mine said, well, I can teach you how to connect with people, the people that you want to connect with. And I said, well, 
isn't it just about talking to people? Don't I have to just talk to everybody? And he said, well, you have a choice. You can talk to everybody, but there's going to be some people who don't need what you do. And I think that's true for all of us. We can talk mm -hmm. to everybody, but there are going to be some people who don't need what we do. So what I did, he taught me how to have conversations with people where I could share with them what I do, learn more about what they needed help with. Because then I learn. So, Anthony, there must be some things that you need help with. Mm -hmm. So, I if I, and if I can learn what kind of things you need help with. So just name one thing that maybe you need help with, Anthony. Um, one thing I may need help with is that uh, how to, I, I may need a virtual assistant on how to work on the product episodes once I've, I'm through, edit them, and maybe some graphic design, some, and, and a little bit of marketing anyway. Yeah, so, so now I know what Anthony's pain is. I know the part where that he could use help with. So what I do is now, as I'm sitting here, as I'm listening to Anthony talk, I'm thinking, okay, who do I know who is a good virtual assistant who not only are they a virtual assistant, but are they a virtual assistant who has expertise in the area of editing podcasts? Maybe they have a podcast of their own, or maybe I know that they took a course with one of my good friends, like Carl Richards, who teaches podcasting made simple. Maybe they've taken a course with him. So then, because then, so then I think about the perfect person and I tell Anthony, I say, Anthony, I have a friend who has taken a course on how to do podcasts, has taken a course on how to market podcasts. She could learn how to, she's learned how to do all of the graphic things that you were talking about. Would you like to meet her and see whether you would be a good match to work together? Mm -hmm. So if I offer you something like that, and that is genuinely a need that you have right now, then you're going to say, what are you going to say, Anthony? Uh, that would be good. It would be good to meet with a person. It would be great. So mm -hmm. then what I do is I reach out to that person. I see if they're looking for any more clients. And if they are, then I say, okay, I've got my friend Anthony. And Anthony is looking for exactly what you do. So I'm going to connect you with Anthony. And all that you're doing in that meeting is seeing whether you two are a good match. Mm -hmm. Gone is the day when you have to sell what you do. What you're selling is that you are the best person to do it for your client. Mm. That's what relationship building does for you because then you get on the call with the client and you're helping them to, you're, you're building, you're starting the building blocks of that relationship. Mm. A building, a relationship doesn't build overnight. You don't get a relationship. You and I have had two calls already, Anthony. But we don't have that much of a relationship yet. We both know what we know what each other does. Mm -hmm. But I'm just sitting here and I'm realizing I don't even know whether are you whether you're married, whether you have children. I don't know those things about you. I know where you live because I can see on your Facebook, I can see on your LinkedIn, I can see where you live, but I don't know that much about you. Mm -hmm. If I want to build a relationship with you, I have to ask good quality questions. And then here's the secret. This is the secret sauce to relationship building, Anthony. Mm -hmm. If you don't listen twice as much as you talk, then you're not going to build a good relationship. 
Mm -hmm. Listen. Listen twice as much as you talk. Okay. Yeah, good. You also have to know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So some days I'm looking for speakers for my master classes. So that I'm looking for more people who want to speak on my master classes, who have tools that they can use to help entrepreneurs to go from struggling and striving to thriving. Yeah. Because that's the goal. You want to be thriving. Mm -hmm. So then when I meet with people, I'm talking to them about what their superpower is, what their yeah. genius is, what they're really good at. Mm -hmm. Because I'm matching them up with what my audience needs help with. Yeah. So you are really good at interviewing. You're really good at getting people to come on interviews and you're really good at doing interviews. So when I'm ready to have someone teach my audience how to do interviewing for relationship building, because mm -hmm. there is an element of interviewing to that. Sure. Then I will have you come. I'll invite you to come to my stage and do a masterclass for my audience. Mm-hmm. So that they can learn those skills. I bring different people in every week. My specialty is the lead generation area. But there's one thing that I know. Lead generation is not the only thing that's going to cause entrepreneurs to think about going out of business. Okay. So a question for you, Anthony. Have you ever woke up one morning and maybe this whole platform wasn't working quite right and you were trying to let in your speaker and... You were having a hard time letting the speaker in and maybe it seemed like the zoom was too slow and everything seemed to be going wrong and the background didn't look right and and you were sitting there and you were getting kind of stressed and you all of a sudden maybe just for a second the thought flashes through your mind why am i doing this why mm -hmm. am i doing this i can mm -hmm. go back to a job where it would be easy somebody else would take care of all of this stuff that happens but it doesn't we we're fortunate because when it happens at least for me when it happens the very next thought i think is okay why am i doing this mm -hmm. and i know that i'm doing it for the freedom to be able to spend the time with my family that i want mm -hmm. That's what's, that's the really big key piece for me. Mm -hmm. There are other people out there. Maybe if, if you're 20 years old, then I've been doing business quite a bit longer than you, but there are probably some people who are watching this who may be 20 years old. And when they think, why am I doing this? They're probably not going to think about their wife and kids and the whole big extended family and that that's why they're doing it but they might be thinking about the new car they want to buy, or they might be thinking about the investment they want to make, or they might be thinking about the trip that they want to go on. I have a big trip next year. I'm going to Australia. Okay. So if I stop doing my business, I'm not going to be able to pay for the trip either. And I want to take my whole family with me to Australia. So mm -hmm. there's the family piece. But when you have that thought, 
if it's because of a specific piece of technology, so you're stressed out because this tech is not working the way you wanted it to that day. Mm -hmm. Your why is a good motivator to keep you pushing forward. But if that happens to you over and over again, and you can't figure out how to make this tech work the way you want it to. Perfect example of that. I was trying to create a landing page last week. Mm. Now I've never created a landing page in my life. Okay. But I knew that I needed a landing page for my masterclass series. Yeah. So I was working away and working away and getting confused and it wasn't doing what I wanted it to. And I just couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to one of my friends who is an expert in creating landing pages. He's an expert in all things tech. Fred Gillen, my friend from Australia. I reached out to him. And I said, Fred, can you help me with this landing page? And within an hour, we had a working landing page. But if I didn't have Fred, if I didn't have an expert, then I would keep beating my head against that wall, trying to make that landing page work. And I wouldn't, and, and I would start wondering why I'm doing this business. And I would start doubting that I could do this business and doubt. Here's another gold nugget. Doubt is your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Doubt is your worst enemy because once you let a little bit of doubt creep in, then it's just going to be the next piece and the next piece and the next thought and the next thought. So you have to find ways to beat that doubt out. And one of them is by getting help from somebody who's an expert. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've done is I've created a series of master classes to help you with everything you could possibly need help with that has to do with lead generation, with building your business, with growing your business, with achieving your goals. We have mindset experts. We have tech experts. We have people with tools. We have all of those people and they're all, I bring them all and I serve them up to you on a platter through a masterclass. We do two a week and that's how you get the help with the things that are challenging you mm. and i have a question how do you get started now because we are talking about um, building relationships what what's the starting i mean i i need to grow the leads but now i don't know where to begin um someone is green is maybe starting a business or is, is even thinking of starting a business and he doesn't have an idea where to get the leads from where, where does he start how does he start so that person has a lot of different choices you can choose to get done for you paid for leads mm -hmm. this is not a service that i provide but there's nothing the matter with it if it's what you want it's there's nothing the matter with it you hire a company and the company is going to give you leads but here's the thing about those leads. This It sounds really easy, doesn't it, Anthony? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing about them. You have, when they give you those leads, you have no relationship with them. Yeah, They're still cold leads. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, if I want to put a, if I want to put my classes, if I want, if I want more people to come to my classes, if I buy paid for leads, I don't know whether they really need my classes or mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea who I am. 
Mm-hmm. So before I'm going to convince them to come to my classes, I have to show them who I am. I have to warm all of that up. Mm-hmm. So I believe that the best way to generate leads is warm leads that you create yourself. Okay. So the first technique that I use, and this is something that I do to this day, is I go on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I look at profiles. I listen, and then I go, and I also look for networking events. Okay. I go to a minimum of three networking events a week. And when I'm at those networking events, what I'm doing is I'm listening far more than I'm talking. Mm, listening. Then, then we go back to listening, listening more than we are talking. So when I go to a networking event, it's not I, I prepare all that I'm going to say is I prepare how I'm going to listen. Now that's that's the good, first, yeah? That's definitely one of the first pieces that you have to prepare when you go to a networking event. Now, mm-hmm. you have to be ready to be able to tell them what you do. Okay. Because if they say to you, what do you do? Here's a technique. If they say to you, what do you do? And you really want them to do all of the talking. You say, well, I connect people, but I'm really, I'm really interested in what you do. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, so if Anthony was to say to me, so Brenda, what do you do? I would say, Anthony, that's a great question. But before I can answer you, let me ask you a question so that I can apply it to what I do. Okay. So then my, so my question, so if, so I want to apply it to lead generation in this case, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's Mm -hmm. what I do. So I would say, Anthony, in your business, do you have all the leads that you want? As many as you can handle. And Mm -hmm. Anthony's going to give me an answer. He's either going to say, yep, I can't possibly handle another lead, which Really think about it. How many entrepreneurs are really going to say that? Almost every entrepreneur. Is going to say that they have more leads than they can handle? No. I think most of them are going to say, no, I can always use another lead. I can always use another person to help. Mm -hmm. So then I ask one more question. I say, okay, how do you generate your leads right now, Anthony? What I'm listening for is, do you have an, a system already? Okay. If you don't have a system already, then my, then I'm going to say, well, this is what I do. I help entrepreneurs to show shine in the area that they're great at, show off what they're great at. And in that way, be seen as the expert in their field. Because mm. if you are the expert in your field, if you're, and you didn't even have to tell them you were the expert, but if people see you as the expert in your field, then they're going to go, I've got to connect with Anthony when I want to do interviewing. Mm. Because I've seen Anthony and he is the best person at interviewing I've ever seen. He's an expert in his field and look at the people he gets on his platform. I want to know how he gets those great people. So I'm going to connect with Anthony. If you sell water bottles, Mm -hmm. 
then you want to ask people questions when they say to you, what do you do? You say, well, let me ask you a couple questions first. Your questions might be, do you drink water? Of course I drink water. Everybody should drink water. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have, do you have a favorite bottle that you use to carry your water in? Do you have something that has it, it'll hold 64 ounces of water. If your water bottle holds 64 ounces, do you have a bottle? Do you know that you need to have at least 128 ounces of water a day? And people are going to go, yeah, I know, but it's, it's really hard to drink all that water. Well, do you have a nice big water bottle, a really big water bottle that'll hold like half of that? So, you know, do you only have to drink two of them in a day? Person's either going to say, yes, I do, or no, I don't. If they say, yes, I do, the answer's still the same. Terrific. That's what I do. I keep people supplied in these really big water bottles that will take, that they can drink half their water just from that water bottle. Mm. And then what I'm going to say, because they already told me, yes, they do have one. So I'm not going to try and, Anthony, if you told me you have a 128 ounce or a 64 ounce water bottle, I'm not going to try and tell you that you should buy my water bottle. Unless yeah. I know that there's another special feature that your water bottle might not have. Mm -hmm. So if my water bottle has a cooling pack in the bottom so it keeps your cold drinks cold, but you can switch it out with a heating pack to keep your hot drinks hot, then I might say to you, well, that's really cool, Anthony, but I have this water bottle that has a cold pack for in the summertime. You know how horrible it gets drinking your water when it gets warm. Well, this mm -hmm. keeps your water from ever getting warm. But in the wintertime when it's really cold, when you put your hot chocolate in it and go to the Santa Claus parade, you know how awful it is drinking the bottom of that water of that hot chocolate when it's all cold and icky. Well, mm -hmm. have this in there. This keeps it hot. That's what I do. Mm. Now I have a question here. Is there a psychology behind answering a question with a question? Um, it'll catch the person's attention. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing is that it catches the person's attention. Yeah. Um, the thing you have to be careful of is being seen as avoiding their answer. Mm -hmm. So you don't because want to just... I was thinking, mm, that if I say, uh, before I answer your question, I've got to and ask you a question is someone is he trying to avoid me or what so that's that's why you have to be careful about how you say it mm -hmm. so that's where it's where the answer comes in it's a great question anthony but in order to answer it more effectively okay let me just ask you one question mm -hmm. so you're not going to go into a whole string of questions you're okay. asking one question because what you're trying to identify is whether Anthony, whether you need that I'm looking to offer you. Mm -hmm. If it's life insurance, whether you already have life insurance that you're happy with, if it's you know, whatever it is that I'm going to try and offer you, that I'm going to be offering you. Mm -hmm. Now, the other way that you can do it is that you so for me it's very simple right when people ask me what i do i say i learn about people's superpowers so that i can show them off 
because that's really what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what your superpower is so that I can share it with a whole bunch more people. Mm. So if you can find a way to frame what you do as a benefit to them. Yeah. Right. So I help you get enough water so that you don't get dehydrated when you're on screen. Mm-hmm. That you can answer it in that way. Okay. The other thing that you can, the other thing that I do is when I'm setting up, so most of my getting to know you calls right now are done through Zoom. Yeah. So when I set up my getting to know you call, I frame it in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. So when I reach out to you and I say, I say, I want to get to know what you do in your business and see how I can best serve you. Mm -hmm. I tell the person when we come on the call, you're going to, I've asked for this call. So you are going to do most of the talking. Okay. I'm here to listen to you. But then mm -hmm. I have to make sure that I'm true to that. So when they get on the call, I there has to be a listener. And if you're booking a 15-minute or if you're booking a 30-minute call, there has to be a listener. There has to be somebody who is going to give more time to the other person. Because if you try and keep it exactly even at exactly 50-50, if that's what you're worrying about, if you're worrying about getting your product sold or getting your message across, it's going to come through to the other person. And that's where you're not going to seem genuine. That's mm -hmm. where you're not going to seem as interested. Okay. So. Okay. Go ahead. So it, it has to be. It, so my, if, if you. If I book the call, then my agenda is to learn as much as I can about you on that call. Mm -hmm. Now, at some point, it's always going to happen. At some point, you are definitely going to say, but Brenda, I want to know what you do. So then I do it as succinctly as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. One sentence. So I have created the one sentence. I help busy entrepreneurs stop wasting time on meetings that don't produce results by showing them how to generate more qualified leads for their business. Okay. If you can, and I think all entrepreneurs, this is, a, this is another tip here. I think mm -hmm. all entrepreneurs should work to create that one sentence that tells what they do. One sentence that tells what you do. Okay. It's not going to tell them everything about your business. Yeah. But in that sentence, if you listen to that sentence, that sentence contained my business mm -hmm. and my target audience. Okay. Because my target audience are those busy entrepreneurs who want more qualified leads. Hmm. And the other thing that that sentence tells them is what I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them more qualified leads. I'm not going to give them just anybody leads. I'm going to give them a formula for how to generate qualified leads. Hmm. So whatever your business is, mm -hmm. you want to create a one sentence like that. And if you struggle with doing that, 
then if you come, if you connect with me, I will connect you with the founder and CEO of Selling on the Spot Marketplace. Her name is Jane War, and she teaches people how to create their audio business card, which is just what you just heard me do. Okay. That's an audio business card. And mm -hmm. she will teach entrepreneurs how to create the best audio business card for their business. Mm. So that you want to have one of those in your pocket because then when I'm standing in line at the grocery store and somebody said, and, and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and there were long lineups all through COVID. We had long lineups everywhere. And I would just get into conversations with the people around me. And eventually they would ask me, you know, well, what do you do? And I always had my one sentence. Mm -hmm. The one sentence will either generate another question or it will leave a space for you to ask another question. Mm -hmm. Because you, and here's another tip. Don't leave a conversation for both parties. This is for both parties. Never leave a conversation without ending with some kind of call to action. Okay. So Anthony and I, when we had our last call, Anthony's call to action was, would you like to be on my podcast? And I was mm -hmm. like, well, definitely for sure. I'd like to be on your podcast, Anthony. And my call to action was, would you like to do a masterclass for me? So you want to have some kind of call to action, whatever mm -hmm. is happening. You want some kind of call to action. Your call to action might be, and it doesn't have to be as obvious as, so do you want to buy a water bottle? Yeah. Because if the conversation showed you that, that Anthony doesn't need a water bottle, right? He's already got 27 water bottles. He told me he's got his favorite. He's got one that heats. He's got one that cools. He's got all the water bottles he possibly needs. Then your call to action can be, so Anthony, do you maybe know anybody who's not as fortunate as you, maybe doesn't have a water bottle that heats and cools and you can carry 128 ounces of water in it? Do you, do you, would you maybe, I know it's not for you, but would you maybe know somebody that it might be for? Mm -hmm. And you are probably going to be able to think of at least one person. Mm -hmm. Now, if I didn't push you to buy something that you don't need, Anthony, are you going to be more willing to give me a referral to somebody who might need it? Because you see that I'm not a pushy salesman. Yeah, sure. So then I say to you, okay, I say, Anthony, do you know anybody who might need a water bottle? And you go, well, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've got a cousin who, you know, lives in Arizona, probably doesn't drink enough water. Mm -hmm. I can, I can, so then if you don't offer, I'm going to say, could you connect me with that cousin? Mm -hmm. Ask for the warm introduction. If you're, when you're lead generating and you find out that Anthony knows somebody who can use what you do, you ask for the warm introduction. Okay. So, Anthony, would you connect us on LinkedIn or would you introduce us on Facebook? And if Anthony says to me, well, I'll give you my cousin's name. It's Henry Brown and 
you can just look Henry up on Facebook and tell him that I referred you. I'm going to thank him, but I'm going to say it would, I would be able to help Henry a lot more. And you would also be helping me a lot more. If you would just take two minutes, open up a messenger chat, just tell him exactly what you want him to do. So Anthony, just take two minutes, open up a messenger chat, put both our names in there. We're all connected on Facebook. And then he, your cousin's going to know that I'm for real, that I didn't just find your name by scrolling through a list of people. Hmm. Now I have, I have one more. Do we have time for one more tip, Anthony? I, I, I think our time is almost done, but you can give a quick tip and then we're going to end. And we ask people to follow up with you to learn more of what you've got because you've got plenty. So give I us a, another tip and then we are going to call it. I do. So, okay. So my last quick tip is if you are on LinkedIn, look up a Chrome extension called My Most Trusted and install it on your computer. Mm -hmm. It is a gold mine of information. And if you want to know how to make the best use of it, connect with me through LinkedIn, and I will be happy to explain to you how My Most Trusted can help you to generate more qualified leads and connect you with more people who can connect you with more, more people. Because that's really what it's all about when it comes to selling. Wow, beautiful. And thank you for that tip and thank you for everything. So once we are through here, someone is going to search, where's Brenda, where's Brenda? Which is the best way to connect with you and maybe even start consuming some of your uh, wonderful content. So the best way probably to connect, I would say the best way to connect with me would be to go to LinkedIn, look me up on LinkedIn, send me a message, it's Brenda Marie Sheldrake, just the way my name is at the top there. Connect with me. And in the chat, in the message, just say that you saw me on Anthony's on Anthony's podcast or that you saw me wherever you saw me and that you'd mm -hmm. like to connect for one-to-one. -one. I'll send you my calendar link and we'll just continue from there. Beautiful. And what's your website for those who may not want to connect but just go by the side behind and start consuming your content hey, so. <laughs> you have those kind of people that are shy to come and ask you hey but they would want to learn more about you what's your website so if you're shy and you want to learn more about me then visit me at biz b-i-z leads l-e-a-d-s expert.com that's my website that's www.bizleads expert.com that's why you're going to unlock new lead generation strategies and yes. uh, that's by brenda yeah thank you very much brenda and thank everyone thank you everyone each and every one of you who's been with us who has, uh, is always watching us we thank you thank you dr Mani. says anthony you always interview interesting guests with such a wide variety of topics yeah and the, the, my guests are the best my guests are the best. See, Brenda, she's the best. Thank you, Brenda, for taking your time to come here. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. And when yes. is your next interview going to be? My next interview. Do you have it scheduled? 
Yes. Yeah, um, my next interview is going is usually happens around this time every day about this time this is where we have now tell us now for those of you who may be watching me for the first time i have two episodes if you have a book and you would want it known out there i have a podcast that is called book talk at book place and that can be found at bookplacemedia.com and then i have another podcast that is called now tell us and uh, the episodes are found at, as now, nowtellus.com. This is the one that we are doing now. Now tell us. And it usually happens this hour. It's, it's 12 midday Eastern. Now, I don't know what that translates to, to where, uh, where you are internationally. That's Eastern time. Eastern, um, that's Canada and the US. Eastern time, 12 midday. So... Uh, that's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Skip Wednesday. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so on Thursday, we have another one at this time. Thank you, Anthony. And one quick little announcement. Anybody who is looking for more from me, I am on the Women of Worth Summit this Evening starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So connect with Brenda and go and learn more about that and many other things. And uh, for today, that's just about it. Thank you once again, Brenda, for your time. And thank each and everyone uh, who is watching us or hearing us or those who get to listen to this episode after we are through. We thank you. And that's about it for today. And I've been your host, Anthony Morore, together with my guest, Brenda Marie. We are saying bye for now. <laughs>